0: Welcome to the RuPaul's Drag Race Recap Show for All-Stars Season 3, Episode 8, titled A Jury of Their Queers. My name is Joe Batanz and I am joined, as always, by one of brilliant co-host from the podcast pod is my co-pilot. Please say,
1: don't joke about that,
0: <clears throat> to Taylor the Latte Boy. Hello, Taylor the Latte Boy. Uh, hello. How are you? Good. How are you? You know, you and I spoke today. We were talking. Uh, Taylor we was feeling a little under the weather. Has been feeling a little under the weather. So, so I was yeah. checking in on my pal, Taylor the Latte Boy. And while we were talking, you know what's funny? T- Taylor, let me tell you this. Let me tell you what... I don't know if hypochondriac I am, or more like empath. You described your gross uh, symptoms? Yes. So I go to lunch with my parents, and afterwards... You know, I'm driving home and I call Evan Ayers. Why did I call
1: Evan? I don't remember why I called him for a specific That's a question I've been asking for the last <laughs> ten weeks. <laughs> Love you, Evan.
2: The shade, the shade, hello.
0: Uh is um I called him for some whatever god awful reason, right? And we were chit chatting. And thank, thank God, I will say, so as Taylor knows, as I, I I was talking to Taylor on my way to lunch, and I told Taylor that I I was having just low-grade anxiety, every, even since last night. Like, in the middle of the night, it woke me up, couldn't go back to sleep, and just had this low-grade anxiety where I, I felt I couldn't catch my whole breath the entire time. And it just was just, I was just up, it was, anyone who's had anxiety would know what I'm talking about. It just sort of felt like my heart was in my neck up in my neck. It was really weird. So I was like, well, I think I'm dying of a heart attack, so I might not make the show tonight. And it got worse at lunch, actually.
2: Uh.
0: And I didn't have, I thought my Xanax was in my car. And then I think that made me even more panicky that I didn't have Xanax on me. I was like, yeah. oh, that's in my house. Ugh. So after lunch, I was driving home and I called and I knew it was anxiety. I knew it wasn't a heart attack. Once I, once I talked to Evan, because when I was talking to Evan, my anxiety went away. When my mind wasn't on it, it was. Okay. I was fine, you know. Anyway, but as so you t- need,
1: so you need a dose of Twinkatol every once in a while, and that helps your anxiety. <laughs> yeah, I need uh Xander instead of Xanax, <laughs> extended release. Yeah.
0: So as I was talking to Taylor after talking to you, and you told me your symptoms, uh-huh. I had like twenty five minutes of traffic back home. Uh huh. And immediately i started getting like sour stomach and i was like oh no i need to and i'm in traffic and i'm talking to evan and i'm like i oh this is bad (laughs) this is not good i am not feeling right here and i don't know what what am i gonna do so i was trying to keep i was extending this conversation with evan like i called evan for like oh um do you have this file or something kind of thing right Mm-hmm. And then I kept extending the conversation because I realized if I, if I get off the phone, my brain will just go to the emergency I'm about to have. Right. Yeah. And I don't want to have that in a, I don't want to have it. Right. You especially don't want to have
1: that in a car in Los Angeles traffic.
0: Yeah, exactly. You know, so I, okay. thank you, Evan, for keep, he doesn't know he's finding this out right now. That Evan, what was, was, was.
1: <laughs> because God forbid you tell him to his face or over the phone. He has to find out on a podcast. I okay. know.
0: I know. You know what? He he did the thing, too, that everyone who knows a podcaster, uh, especially knows me, was doing. He's all I called him. He's like, is it gross that I was listening to you right now on my car stereo? And then you called and now I'm talking to you. And I was like, mm, that's the way it should be you know just constantly me in your ear all joe batants all the time yeah that's how i like it but anyway so i made it home and you know what i'm gonna tell you something taylor Mm -hmm. this the bidet paid for itself today
1: well good i'm thrilled
0: the bidet paid for itself how are you feeling you've been feeling ill how have you been feeling um
1: i feel like i'm getting worse oh really yes i felt better today (laughs) Um And then I felt a little gro- – I actually ate today for the first time in a couple of days. I'm not going to give all the graphic details, but I will say that I left work Tuesday night with an upset stomach and pretty much went home and slept until – from Tuesday night until this morning, mm-hmm. pretty much almost straight through. Um, so hadn't eaten anything, hadn't really drank anything, blah 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 blah. So tonight we had grilled cheese sandwiches for dinner because that is what I requested because I figured it wasn't too heavy or it was just something. You it's know, butter and cheese on bread. I said light butter. Okay. The brat diet involves toast which is what grilled cheese is. (laughs) And I just have grilled cheese cheese is just like, shut up. Don't (laughs) laugh at me. And my idea of a grilled Mm -hmm. cheese is like two slices of cheese. It's not like where it's, you know, it's just kind of just Mm -hmm. something to sort of stick the bread together. Mm -hmm. Um, And I, okay. You have, you and I have talked about coughing, which ladies and gentlemen of the listening, I will be coughing tonight. I will do my best to silence it. I apologize ahead of time. Um, but I haven't coughed in the last couple of days. As soon as I start eating, I start coughing again. So, and then I got clammy for a minute. So I took my temperature, but my temperature was fine. And, mm-hmm. and it was just, it's, I don't know. So I don't know what the hell's going on with me. I am exhausted too. So, well, gonna, then you know,
0: you know what? It, it's like God has shined down on both me and you, even though I feel fine. Oh, for the record, everyone, uh, I did come home. Um, anything that was in my body, it released. And then I took a quarter of a Xanax. And now I feel
1: great, well, okay, if I can say something to that, not yeah. the not the you releasing part, yeah, but sure. um the the other part, you did something in talking to Evan, which is a tool that I give to just about all of my clients with anxiety. And that is something called a, a grounding technique. Mm-hmm. So what you're doing in that moment, and you may know this if you've been in therapy for, decades so specifically for anxiety yeah so you, so rather than focus on all of these thoughts that you're having and the sense of panic you find something that is not related to that and focus on that and at this point it was the dulcet towns of a, dulcet sounds of a twink's voice yeah that you decided to focus on that and whatever he was talking about i'm sure it was a name, and no. you just kind of focused i'm, ki- no, I mean, no, 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 I'm but joking before i before, before feelings are hurt
0: but I want to say something to that, actually. And I want to say two things to what you just said. Mm-hmm. One, and this is something I browbeat Evan about all the time, is when I talk to him off the air, uh-huh. oh, my God, he's so interesting, can finish sentences.
1: He's co- He <laughs> says coherent things. Have you ever read his Twitter? He posted something uh, earlier this week that actually made me laugh. Yeah, he's great at Twitter. Yeah. Yeah. So, I don't know why he get from the show and he's just like,
0: it's like he, someone put their own mouth in his head and he doesn't know how to use it. But, on, you, know, you know, I've gone to therapy for many years for anxiety and I've heard all these coping techniques, what you were just talking about, grounding techniques. But, you know, the best piece of advice didn't come from a therapist. I was in some sort of group therapy session and this guy was saying, you know, he had really, really bad anxiety. And what worked for him and has since also worked for me
1: is singing. Uh, okay. That's, well, that that is a kind of grounding. That is yeah. sort of where you're focused on the words. But also, it
0: forces you to. In your singing, it forces you to breathe correctly. Okay. Because you're breathing
1: at certain times, and so Ooh, I didn't know, even think of that. When yeah, I, said, I have a I have a client right now that has problems with bridges. Mm-hmm. Going going over bridges causes him a lot of anxiety. Oh, so. today must have been a bad day for him. Yeah, right in Florida. Yeah, that, <laughs> that was the, down in Miami. That yeah. wasn't here, but
0: for those um, living in the future who not, uh, there was a, a tragic accident today in in Miami where a bridge collapsed and some people died
1: yeah um but he I'm I'm sure I'll be talking about that next week in session now that I now you just mentioned that but uh I was trying to come up with stuff for him and he he tends to be on the on the dramatic side um about I mean, things it's he's me he's talking about me right now everyone yeah <laughs> And I talked to them about the fact that when he's going over, they could practice going over some of the smaller bridges in the area and then work his way up to the bigger bridges. Mm -hmm. And it was for some reason singing came in my head. I'm like, do you like to sing in the car? And he said, yeah. I said, do you have a favorite song? And he said, yeah. And I said, why don't you like blast and just focus on, you know, focus on the road, obviously. But singing and remembering the words and all that kind of stuff. And he really liked that idea. So when I see him next week, he'll have to let me know how that went for him.
0: (laughs) But here's the problem. This is his favorite song. Coming in here on a fantastic You're such an j- asshole. <laughs> <laughs> on a fantastic joke here on RuPaul's Drag Race recap Simon and Garfunkel with Bridge over troubled Water. When you're weary. When oh, I played the whole song.
1: Oh, God, are you really? Feeling small. Back rolls. <laughs> when
2: tears are in I will drive them home Mother yeah. Has arrived I'm on your side oh, When times get hard. I didn't go to fucking school for math And friends just came
1: I'm so glad that you're amused by this. (laughs) Okay, sorry. (laughs)
2: I'm acting. Bam!
1: Your tone seems very pointed right now. Oh, that's a new one. I haven't heard that one yet.
2: Go back to Party City where you belong. Where my people at. Where my people
1: at? Okay. Sorry. Still not feeling good and would like to go to bed sometime soon.
0: <laughs> Look, this show, I only have seven clips from this show.
1: Oh. So, which means it'll be a two-hour episode. Which I was going to say, you just guaranteed it's going to be a three-hour extravaganza. <laughs> um, You know what's... Actually, just talking about this
0: show, I was going to tell you this, remember I said, let's record, is... This show is very, very strange to me. It is episode.
1: In that... It felt very rushed and short, yet it felt long at the same yes. time. It's funny you mentioned because when they went to the second, after they did the video and they said they were going to do the thing of the elimination, you know, they're going to have to do, talk to the eliminated queens and everything. I looked at my phone like, oh, my God, what time is it? It was like 830. <laughs> How is it only a half an hour has gone by? This felt like yeah. six hours.
0: Uh-huh. Um, well, that's what's funny is because um, I was after at the end of the show when I started to like. Bring all the information I collected together and have half an hour to put it together. I was thinking, like, the music video seems like it was last week. Mm-mm. The music yes. video seemed like it was last week. I didn't week. take
1: any notes this week. And as I just sat down, I thought, I don't remember what happened at the beginning of this episode.
0: No. no you know what? Nothing happened. Like, that's why I have so few clips. It's like so little happens is not worth pulling clips, you know, especially when yeah. you have such a time crunch.
1: So... um all right, so the point is you're feeling better. No, you're feeling worse today, actually, right? I'm feeling, I just, I'm still the same. I, 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 had a, I had a dip of feeling better, and now I'm starting to feel lousy again. All um, right. Well, just, it is what it is. Then let's just jump into it. I'm the, here. My God, I'm here. That's all. That's all that, that's all that matters. This week, the final
0: four girls choreograph and perform in a music video of a RuPaul song, walk the runway in their best drag extravaganza eleganza couture, and sit in the hot seat in front of a jury of their queers. In the end, the jury decided the top two finalists would be Kennedy and Trixie. In a lip sync battle for the crown, the two final queens went head to head. In the end, though, RuPaul named the winner of All-Stars Season 3 as Trixie Mattel. Taylor the Latte Boy named two things you liked about the episode and
1: one thing you did not. Um, okay. Uh, I, I loved the video from what I remember of it from six weeks ago when I saw it. Mm -hmm. Um, No, I thought the video was a lot of fun. I did, for the last half hour before we taped, I was feverishly going on Twitter and Reddit to find reactions. Oh, what were they? Uh, The children aren't happy. (gasps) There's a lot. Oh, about the result. About the results. Yeah. About the results. But one thing that I did see on Reddit was the fact that this is really, it felt like the video was kind of a, not only was it an opportunity to do something different for the show, but it also was kind of a way of saying goodbye to the old set and the Mm -hmm. old studio, Mm -hmm. because apparently they moved into a new, I know they have the whole new set, Mm -hmm. but are they also moved into a new studio? Is that, have you heard that? Yeah, but I think they had moved into the studio by all stars three. I think I know for, I know for season 10, for sure they were in a new studio. Okay. So it just kind of felt like a way to kind of say for all of the people that work there and everything, it was something for them too. So I liked that. Mm -hmm. Um, What's something else that I liked? Something else that I liked. I loved Rue's look. Okay. I definitely loved Rue's look. Um, There's a lot to not like about this episode, which Mm -hmm. I think we will talk about as things go through. But one thing that I do, one thing that was, uh, one thing that was very sad to me was Shangela not being in the top two. Mm-hmm. I th- th- felt she earned her spot on the top two. Um, I and my husband both expected it to be Shangela versus Trixie. And when the first name called was Kennedy, we thought, oh, well, it's going to be Kennedy versus Shangela. And we're going to get a lip sync for the masses. We're going to get a lip sync of all time between the two of them. And then when it was Trixie that was pulled, we were both a little sad. And then to see the look on her face, too, was very She genuinely, genuinely wanted this and to see it, like she said, so close to have it snatched away was very sad, just on a human level to see somebody go through that. I'm glad to hear you say that. I'll tell you why. I was scared because you got so mad at me the other day
0: because I wrote on Twitter that she was Marjorie Tyrell Mm. when I was making fun of you. You called me and you were like, you did you just spoil RuPaul's
1: Drag Race for me? So you had forgotten that, clearly. I had forgotten that, yes. I had forgotten that. And with everything that we've seen, I mean, that was also a week, two weeks ago. So to see everything going forward, Mm -hmm. I, you know, I just thought there's no way she's not going to be top two. Mm Mm-hmm. You know? Um, I think the
0: lesson that I saw today, because as you know, I have a show on Patreon called The Rumor Mill, where we discuss rumors and tea and speculation, and there's been a lot of rumors and tea and speculation about this season, and one of the things that we discussed early on was we've kind of known it was going to be Kennedy and Trixie the whole time. Towards the end, there were variations where you were hearing some leaks that it was BB and Trixie, uh, but Trixie was always in the mix, and we always knew the jury was going to vote Shangela out. That the, the the variations were, were they voting her out, or were they voting her... Like, were they voting the, for two queens to go to the top, or were they voting two queens off the island, essentially? That, okay. was, a, that was a lot of the variations of the rumors. But we all knew that Shangela wasn't going to make it. Uh, it. It didn't look good, in terms of the rumors, tea, and speculation. And that's why, on Twitter, I called her when she was doing the Game of Thrones. And I'm like, bitch, you're not Cersei, and you're not... Uh... <laughs> By the I'm way, gonna, people who I'm don't... Gonna... yeah. Oh, yeah, someone said that and I was like, "No. She's Marjorie. She's in that fucking goddamn temple uh uh-huh. waiting for Cersei to blow that shit up." Yeah. And so uh that's exactly what happened. And so uh the Game of Thrones references came to an end. But Taylor the Latte boy, uh for myself, did you say the thing you didn't like?
1: Yeah, I didn't like Shangela. I didn't like the changeela didn't make it to top 2 and mm-hmm. it was it made me sad watching her and watching the you know, the, especially the confessional, which talked about you're so close to it and then you don't get it. And it just was very, I think she, I mean, I I think at the very least, she deserved to be in the top two. I think of the contestants that were left, she, I, I, I think she should have won. That's my Look, 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 Ben cram should have
0: won. And okay. that's, the, that's the thing, is Trixie Mattel has a a, a a trophy that is essentially meaningless.
1: Well, okay, and we can get into that. But I would think that if Ben, whether Ben took herself out or Ben got voted out, mm-hmm. the next one down the line of people should have been Shangela.
0: You're right. Shangela, if you're looking at – but this is something I've talked about before. And this is something that I forget myself uh, but this is RuPaul's world, and we simply live in it. And if she wants it to be Trixie Mattel, which they were gunning, it, they wanted it to be the World of Wonder wanted it to be Trixie Mattel. They have a financial in- interest in it being Trixie Mattel. She's a major star on their shows and their networks and things that they produce. So no, and I I get
1: that, but I just. Uh... I just all I keep seeing is that RuPaul apparently is getting a star on the Walk of Fame tomorrow, and I have a feeling it's going to be ugly.
0: Oh really? I, I was thinking of going. Do
1: you think I should go? Yeah, sure. Uh, the problem has to be on Larry Flick at the same
0: time. So oh well, then that's not gonna work. <laughs> going to work. Maybe I'll go in for that. I don't know. We'll figure it out. Uh, all right. Well, after Morgan's elimination, the girls walk into the
1: workroom to see Wait, her. You never said yours.
0: I liked um, the I liked the music video a lot. I didn't think I would like it as much as I did, but I really really liked it. In fact, I can't wait to watch it again. You know, um, and I'll even say I liked three things. I like that. I loved, loved,
1: loved Shangela's dress. Yes, I was. That's definitely, if we Tudor boot things, that was of of all of the dresses up there. That was I. We actually ood when she came out. That might be the best look of the season. For me, I know you had a best okay, look at this for- with a
0: band from earlier. Yeah. Yeah. And then, um, I don't know if I would say I like this. Maybe this will come up later, but I'll, I might not, so I'll mention it now. It was weird that Trixie was so enamored with that one dancer because I thought that dancer was the
1: least attractive of the dancers. We're going to have a conversation about the dancers later because I recognize one of the dancers and, we're not impressed, but okay. That that's uh, he was he had a nice body. He had a really nice body. He, oh, but you know what? You know
0: my taste. Shangela, all of them. First of all, except for Trixie's, I loved. But Shangela's, ugh, ugh. Shangela's the
1: little blonde one. Yes. Oh, uh, okay. You he, really? He's got videos on Facebook that I take umbrage with, but you you will probably like even more because he is a big Nelly girl who does oh, really? these, like, fitness... He's clearly a gymnast. Well, he's, obviously, he's a dancer. Well, yeah,
0: the flips right there in the in the first number.
1: Right, but he also does a lot of things of, you know, exercises to make your sex even hotter or something, mm. and it's a lot of pop and lock and bouncing. It's kind of one of these that I tend to look at it and I make a face while he's doing it. So, I just kind of... Mm. Yeah. I don't know. Um, and then I didn't like,
0: what didn't I like about this episode? I did not like Kennedy's runway outfit. But we'll get to that.
1: The rainbow one? Yeah. And they were talking about, look- see, and I had seen pictures of that earlier in the season with them talking about, this was supposed to be one of her looks for when she got, like like it was considered a failure look, uh-huh. that when when they did that, when they did the redemption look. So I was a little surprised to see it, and I liked it. I just, you know. But I think I'm like
0: with Tricks, I'm all like, I feel like I, I, I remember thinking, I feel like I've seen that look before. And we find out to her season seven finale
1: mm-hmm. final dress look. All right. Which also, something else interesting about this. What is considered to be one of the least popular or least well-received seasons? Season seven. seven. Mm-hmm. The final two queens for All Stars 3 were season seven queens. Here, Okay, you're getting into a whole very nerdy
0: conversation. Two things. One, I've always said, always said, that the problem with season seven wasn't the cast. In fact, it's one of the strongest casts throughout the across the board in the history of the show. If you go if you go through the cast from Tempest Azure down the line, it's one of the strongest casts they've ever had. The problem was with the production, I always said, you know, and the writing. Now I will say I'm only a third of the way I've been re-watching it slowly. And I'm gonna mm-hmm. tell you something. It's better than you remember it. I think people were comparing it to season six, which was like the best season of all time. But right. the I first four episodes the first four episodes are really good. They're really good. They're like better than anything in season eight or nine. Like uh really season 8? I th- I have to rewatch season 8 but Taylor they're really good. Okay,
1: but I th- I will but have to go back and the watch. The
0: reason that. I I will give a, a a a tentative and very cautionary thumbs up right now is I think the problem with season 7 was it it kind of in the first four episodes it was a lot of repetition of those challenges. So there were a lot of acting challenges. Like That's right now right. I've only seen acting one acting challenge, challenge so far. Okay, Okay. shake. I just got through Shake Squeer. Okay, but um, but I think that's the thing. Is a lot of acting challenges, you know. But but the cast is very strong. It's very very strong. So I I I don't know. Anyway. After Morgan's elimination, the girls walk into the workroom to sing her praises and wipe off her mirror message. BB asks Trixie who Trixie would have sent home, and, and Trixie jokingly throws Bebe's reluctance from the last episode back in BB's face before revealing that Trixie would have also sent Morgan home. The next day, RuPaul enters the workroom to announce this week's Maxi Challenge.
2: For this season's final Maxi Challenge, you'll be writing, singing, and dancing in the most ambitious production number in Drag Race Herstory. First, starting with my song, Kitty Girl, you need to compose and perform a solo that shows the world that you came to slay. Okay. And later, with Todrick Hall, you need to come up with choreography that makes you stand out from your competitors. But of course, there's a twist. The eliminated queens are coming Back, back, back again. Not only are they returning, but they will play a vital role in your final evaluation. Oh, wow. (laughs) And tomorrow on the main stage, more will be revealed.
0: Later in the workroom, the girls try to guess what roles the returning queens will play. Some guess a jury twist, but BB thinks they're just dancers. Taylor the Lante boy, any thoughts on act one here of RuPaul's Drag Race, All Stars 3, Episode 8? A jury of their queers.
1: I kind of love that Trixie did the will in, you know, out of respect for Morgan. I'm not going to say. Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought that was a funny, funny little moment between them. Uh, talking about that they're coming back but not necessarily telling them how I think that was a good way to kind of draw out what they were doing mm-hmm. um that's really there's that's really all there is I mean this, this, that, that's only really what we did was talked about was really like the first four or five minutes of the show so there's not a whole lot.
0: There really, You know, there really isn't a whole lot in the show once, until you get to the jury. But did you have any thoughts on the twist? Did you have any thoughts on the jury? Is that something you want to say for the
1: jury? Do you have any thoughts on the challenge? Um, I can talk in general about the ju- my thoughts on the jury. I think it was a great twist that they should never use again. Oh, you don't think they should ever use it again? No. No, because I think what it does is it it changes the rules of the game. Just like we kind of talked about, one thing that we've seen this season that's been different from other All-Star seasons is the whole thing, especially you You said it's very well when you talked about um, Trixie and Shangela with the whole note on the mirror thing of where they're trying to play the game and they're trying to have this conversation, but they're playing it with with added with extra levels of difficulty. I think you start to add that they they know that there's going to be a jury at the end and any of these girls they send home, their fate is in their hands. I think that manipulates the system even more and I think you get into alliances at that point where there are unf- there are queens that don't deserve to be there because they're going to try to work to keep from having them be in a jury later on down the line. A more open more open alliances, let me put it that way. I have a weird thought on the jury. And how
0: it was sort of a rigor morris, so to speak. Mm-hmm just already set up from the get-go, but there was no way to avoid it. And and, and it's going to bring up a lot of interesting discussions. Um, But I actually like the idea of the jury. But yes, the problem you run into is if they anticipate that there will be a jury, it's going to turn into RuPaul's best friend race. Yeah. You know? So... uh, People will just be super, super nice to each other because they're going to think, oh, and, and, and do all sorts of bend over backwards so that in case – anticipating that in a jury
1: vote, the person votes for them. I mean you said uh, after the whole Ben thing that you wouldn't be surprised if they got rid of the whole lip sync for your legacy. Mm-hmm. And I would agree with that that I, I think that should go away now too. I I think that they need to, uh, you know, we saw that twice. At this point, while nobody at least on camera mentioned the fact that they may have to lip sync for their legacy, Mm -hmm. they probably were all kind of expecting it. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: I think to send in for All-Stars 4, whenever that happens, Mm -hmm. send them in thinking that's going to happen. They go, oh, by the way, we're not doing that. We're doing something completely different. I think that would be a new, uh, there needs to be a new twist.
0: I agree. During rehearsal with Todrick Hall, Trixie was in love with her backup dancer while BB struggled to land her steps. After a while, Todrick dropped another twist on the girls. So, for the first time in Drag Race history,
1: the majority of this dance is gonna take place behind the scenes. We're gonna be shooting the entire performance live. It is only one take. You only get one chance to do this performance. No stops, only
0: one camera is gonna be following you. You're gonna to have to be dodging dancers, using props. There's gonna to be tons of choreography. So, what were your thoughts on this twist? What were your thoughts on the idea of the musical? We'll talk about the music video. Well, we'll talk about the music video when we get to it, but just the thought of it, and also the rehearsal with BB not landing her steps. You also wanted to talk about one of the guys. Was that the guy you were talking about, the
1: little blonde like- one? I Kind of already did. I mean, I don't know his name or anything. He's just kind of he's, by the
0: way, I like them all except the one that Trixie was thirsty for.
1: Uh, I like the dark haired one with the with the oh, yeah, half sleeve with the yeah. tattoo, the one that was picking up mm-hmm. BB, he you
0: know, was cute earn, too. earning his
1: uh, earning his uh, money there. Mm-hmm. Um,
0: the black African American, yeah, he was cute too. Oh, they were all I, I love them all. I just don't. He's, he, You do a show
1: with one every week. I know. I
0: don't like you. No, but also, <laughs> um, no. I'm not attracted to that. Like really, super. And I know. Look. Yes, there is a, like if you look like Peter Pan, then I do have a sort of thing for you. Which he would look like a little gay Peter Pan, mm-hmm. right? Very twinky, right? Uh-huh. But, um, but just like the the normal like beer can Joe but gay look i don't i don't get into it oh by the way by the way i mean to talk uh-huh. about this i love that during when rue mentioned the challenge did you see i i clock i, I watched it a few times in the first act when rue does the challenge she's, she's <laughs> she says yeah, to be choreographed by todrick hall and kennedy Sh-
1: the look on shangela or kennedy's face yeah kennedy yeah. just
0: rolls her eyes and she's like Ugh. And i'm like oh i'm with
1: you girl just todrick hall just you have forever changed Tadric Hall for me, because now, now all I see is cunty when he talks. Now that's that's all I can focus on when he's trying to do the chore- choreography, and he's he was he was particularly gross. He looks like I a tadpole. <laughs> he's I still think he's cute. I, I he think he's was, balding too. Well, that might be where he's, why he's always got the hats on.
0: He's always yeah. Any look, we know people who do that. They always wear a hat. You know, if you're always wearing a hat,
1: always you're hiding something. Well, that was Chanel. Oh, and it's Chanel balding. Chanel was. I think they occasionally showed Chanel without a hat on on season one, and she was very clearly balding, and that's why she always had the baseball cap on. So,
0: why that's, do you think I, Trixie shaved her head? Because I'm looking at season seven, and I see no signs of balding.
1: I don't know. Could you ask she, her? Uh, she kind of. Uh, I will. I will. When I talk with her the on the boring white guys uh, Twitter group that I'm a part of with her, I'll mm-hmm. ask her why she shaved her head. Um, it kind of looks like she had a little bit of a receding hairline, though. I mean, that could happen pretty quickly. Maybe. I, guess. I don't know. So anyway, I feel like I'm starting to get that. So.
0: What did you think of BB Like not being able to land that that uh, one move.
1: It. Uh, I mean, she just couldn't do it. i she seemed whereas everybody else seemed to be able to throw both their legs up she seemed to only want to throw one leg up and that kind of you know she was she's like she almost wanted to keep one foot on the ground and one reaching for the stars i
0: think we'll get to this later but i think when you're bb there's one
1: problem that you know when you're regal and bb
0: is very regal but the the negative side of being regal is that it comes off like you think your shit
1: don't stink I, I, she also was there was a noticeable size difference between her and the dancer, and I don't mean that. I just mean like height wise, she seemed to tower over him. Mm-hmm. So I I think that may have played a role in it. Well, but also yeah, she's not somebody that necessarily, as we saw last week with the queen, she's not somebody that can necessarily have fun with her body. You know, she's she's not able to kind of loosen up. She's also she's always very, she's always very stiff, and that doesn't do well for choreography. Maybe she changed her name to BBB
0: BBB isn't that like personal ad code for like big beautiful black woman or something like that well
1: that's BBBW or BBW big beautiful big big beautiful big beautiful woman is the general but if you are of african-american type I mm-hmm. don't it's BBBW
0: so that's what she, she changed her name to BBBW
1: sure um as far as the idea of the show of as far as the video goes i think that it was I, I i like the idea of it like i said i like the concept of it there's no way they did that all in one take you do know that right i i'd have to rewatch it but i didn't see any trick of one take uh a couple of times when they did the thing of where like shangela went over and like pushed the camera out of the way and then oh she did i didn't push yeah, the camera that's the old a, trick yeah, that's the yeah, old that's, trick. That's that's the old trick of doing it. I mean, you know, they might have all only gotten one take to do it, but I don't. Well, it makes that's... sense because they would I have it's funny they say I have to
0: rewatch it. You're right. I have to rewatch it. Cuz you know that that was you know in the in the Alfred Hitchcock movie Rope. That was also a movie mm-hmm. that was the whole movie was supposed to be in one take. But then it would be like the camera moves behind the man's back into black for a second on his suit, and then when it comes back around you're like, "Oh, that's when they did the cut." Right. You know. And so um, oh, So there's, there's probably moments like that. Oh, you're right. I didn't even think about that. So, yeah, because also it would be nearly impossible to get those judges from where they were and then into their seats. Because it's like right after they dance with the judges, they run onto the main stage and the judges are sitting there in their
1: seats. Right. And there's also costume changes with the dancers. Oh, are there? Yeah. I mean I mean, granted, it's something where, you know, in the beginning I don't think they have their shirts on, and then when they're in the room with BB, they all have shirts on. So I mean they all could have, I guess, put on shirts and tucked them in or anything. But I feel like there's another costume change at some point. But yeah, there's no way that all of those pieces could have come together and and in one actual take.
0: I'll have to rewatch it. That's a very I didn't even think about it. That's a very, very good point. All right. So, uh, it's elimination day and the girls stand around the mirror for the last time and talk about their performances on the show. Then there's the music video. Oh, you know what? I didn't pull the music for that. I should have pulled the song. I didn't. It's all right. Um,
1: I would, I would like, I, I bought read you wrote you last year. Mm-hmm. I would buy, I would buy this version. Let
0: of me K-Zo. see if it's on speed. Let me see if it's on, uh, on Spotify just yet.
1: Oh, I bet it's not. Cause West coast hasn't, isn't watching the show yet.
0: Yeah. The new the latest releases drag up your life. Okay. So, um, so what were your what thoughts? What did you so, think of the, go, okay,
1: ahead. go ahead. I think we're going to ask each other the same thing.
0: i going to ask you what you thought of the music video. I mean, we've, we've kind of given hints of what we like about
1: it, what we didn't like about it, but what are your thoughts on the music video? I thought that Shangela was great. I thought Trixie's dancing at the beginning was great. Um, I loved Shang- Shangela's energy. Mm-hmm. BB was okay. Uh, Trixie was fun. It was a fun video to watch. It felt very, especially when you kind of had all of the eliminated queens sort of in the background, in various places in the beginning. Mm-hmm. I realized that it was uh, Aja be- only because I'd seen you know coming up, and she's in where she's in kind of the devil outfit that she was standing in the background, and and then eventually you saw Ben with the huge red hat, and it was it was a it was a nice homage to the entire season all around. But it was just it was fun to watch.
0: Yeah, it was very very fun to watch. I wanted to see more. I I actually liked that song again. Patreon co-host Evan Ayres turned me on to that song. I was looking for songs for the rumor mill, and uh, it's a fun. It's you know it's a you know because a lot, not everyone here gets to uh, hear you know they don't hear the uh, rumor mill. So, you know we have Patreon supporters, but they get to hear it. But I like the the rumor mill. The Kitty Girl song for the rumor mill is such a perfect song to do like a DJ for.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So for those of you who don't uh, listen to the, you know, if you're not on Patreon. This is kind of what the rumor mill starts out. I'll pretend like it's you're doing the rumor mill with me. Okay. uh good morning, VH1. We're talking about the latest episode of RuPaul's Drag Race I'm with my pal Taylor the Boy here. He's feeling a little sick. Who cares? This is the rumor mill. So it's just, it's just a good song for like an intro gets you right in the mood. It's upbeat. It has a good thing for me to do a talk up in the beginning. And yeah. uh, it's a fun song. It's a fun song. That was a good one. I actually didn't I was didn't know how they were going to do it. And, and they did a really good job uh, with the with the words and the dancing. I loved Kennedy's. I thought Kennedy was a perfect one to open it up with. I, the only one I was not super impressed by was Shan, uh, with BB. And even I actually liked it more when she was just
1: sitting at the desk. Well, and the thing that I kind another problem I have with BBs is – have you seen season one yet? Have you watched season one? I've watched like half of season one. Okay. Season one ends with the three final contestants all doing uh, – all having to write a rap to go with CoverGirl. Mm-hmm. And then the winner got to have their rap put in the CoverGirl the song a version of it Mm -hmm. and a lot of what bb bb won obviously yeah and what hers is is a lot of her going face 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 Mm -hmm. face 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 face, but what she did in this too Mm -hmm. so it felt very like girl you've already done that wait 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 wait. do something a little bit different i hate to interrupt you
0: friend of the show or my not even friend of the show co-host evan ayers had to go to an event tonight he couldn't go to the bar and watch it so he just texted me and said who went should i lie to him or tell him the truth Oh, you should totally lie to him. Is it Kennedy? Mm-hmm. I put Kennedy. Because
1: because up until the last minute, because it's the top two, Yeah, he won't know. <laughs> he's going to go and fuck out. Like,
0: I wish I was there when he's reading the text right now and he's, he
1: thinks it's Kennedy. <laughs> he also knows you, though. He knows that you're a jokester, so... <laughs> That'd like right awesome. now, he, cause you know, he, Evan is
0: the biggest Trixie stand. Like he is like a huge Trixie fan, you know? And so. You should have said they brought back Ben. Yeah. Ben one <laughs> He's a huge Trixie fan. So I, he's not even, there's no even, there's no even like bubbles or anything like that. It's just like, there's just nothing.
1: <laughs> like his soul right now. There's nothing. There's nothing left.
0: Yeah. Anyway, uh, he's he's so disproving it right now. He's going online to
1: see. It. <laughs> he, I, he can't believe me. Anyway, so go ahead with your point. No, that was it. That that it just kind of felt like a rehash of when she did a rap on season one.
0: Yeah, and I'm just, I just, I'm kind of sick of the whole jungle theme, the ricky ticky ticky talk, You know, like I'm, I'm just, I feel like everything is a variation of. You know when she did the number recently, and it it was really good. But I feel like everything is.
1: Yeah, I'm pussy, bitch. Um, I'm gonna have that engraved on my Christmas cards this year.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Um. Okay. Okay. So, do you have anything else to say about the music video? I love the
1: music video. I'm gonna watch it again. Um, Oh yeah. It's definitely one I would watch. I still occasionally, if it comes, if it shows up on YouTube, on my uh, on my TV, I'll watch. Read you wrote you just Mm -hmm. because it's it's fun to watch. I still I still love. I get the Katya part stuck in my head and. Walk around saying that's a rash not a herpes sore. I mm-hmm. I do that. I watch that all the time. listen to that, say that, sing it, whatever.
0: Yeah, overall, I think it was a great music video. I'm a fan. There's nothing really else to say. It was good. It was decent. It was fine. you know, they were saying though on the on the tricks you saying, oh, this is gonna be better than Read you wrote you. Mm. no, it, it wasn't better than Read you wrote you.
1: Ah uh, no, I would say it's better than read you. Wrote you. <gasps> it was more okay, it was more energy. There was definitely more energy. There was more production to it than Reggie Wrote You. Reggie Wrote You was, this good, was the same as any other performance they've done. So why are you looking at me like that? With, on any other season, whereas this was something different. And when you compare the weakest of this one, which we both would agree would be BB, versus the weakest of All-Stars 2, which was Roxy, BB did better than Roxy.
0: I don't think it's better than the read you wrote you.
1: Read you wrote. I'm, no, I'm talking to the song. Oh, wait, are you talking as like a performance piece or as a song? Uh, definitely as a performance piece. As a performance piece is better than read you wrote you. Yes. The song. I mean, I was too busy watching everything to see what was being said. So, but like I, the D to
0: the E to the O to the hold it X.
1: Oh my <laughs> god, that gave me life. You know. Oh no! I and I love the the, the whole Katya thing, as I just said, and even Alaska's whole whole you know rap was all great. I, I just, I just as this one that was kind of fun to watch, and like I just got done saying, I watch it all the time. I would watch this one more. I think as far as the song goes, once I learn all the lyrics to the song, mm-hmm. I I I may disagree. I may go no as far as as far as an actual just single without visuals, Riju Roju is better i don't know i just at this point i i like this one more
0: all right uh taylor before we move on we're, we're about to go into the looks so get your ass ready for this but before we do that i do want to talk about something here and you know what i want to time it here is that 30 seconds right now perfect all right if you join at the one dollar you know i always feel like if you join you get this or if you don't you know, i'm not going to do going to tell you Here's what you could get right now from the past week. This past week, as you guys know, the last episode was so boring. On this last week, we interviewed the guy from Slate Magazine, Garrett Schlichty, who wrote the article called, Does RuPaul's Drag Race Have a Race Problem? Uh, Rulaska Thoughts, which is a deep dive into uh, drag race topics. It was a whole hour, maybe even more, with Garrett Schlichty, the author of that article, talking about the relationship between race and RuPaul's Drag Race. Also at the $2 level, you got our form decor, which was so good that last week was so good. It was so funny, right? You get the rumor mill, which on the rumor mill, I don't know if this annoyed you today or anything like that, right? On the rumor mill, we talked about the season 10 team, but there's a whole list of rumored lip sync for your life songs for season 10. And we played the uh, those rumored lip sync for your life songs uh, on the rumor mill. And then... Uh, We have an after show on the rumor mill, and we usually don't record it, but then Evan got really, really deep. Like, he really... uh, talked about a lot of really personal, emotional stuff, and he wanted me to release it. So I released that as bonus content. You got so much content this week for your $1 or $2 donation to Patreon. So what I'm telling you guys is, guys, there's a whole world of RuPaul's Drag Race Recap out there. Just go to patreon.com slash recap and uh, you will have a good time getting all of this content. And there's also a special feature that we don't talk about in here that it's a surprise for people who sign up for patreon so once again patreon.com slash drag race recap join it that was actually a minute but whatever it's a it's a get over it
1: anyway why do i feel i feel personally attacked right now that said Your whole body and, and, and what? Well, here's the looks this week. Uh, we had four looks. Wait, I thought you were going to do this thing where we, you go like, well, if it... Oh. oh, okay. I wasn't sure if we were doing that or not. I didn't really have time to come up with anything. Uh, do you want to play it again? No. Okay. Welcome to the RuPaul Drag Race Recap... Looks... Thing... Oh God, I can't. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not feeling it. Can we just go into the looks? We're here. Okay. Well, I thought you were. Oh, but okay. now I can't edit it. Does it have to be in? I know. I know. I'm sorry. I'm getting. <laughs> I'm getting lightheaded. Fuck you. All right. Um, okay. So we had four looks this week, if we're not including all of the other queens mm-hmm. and all of that, which I have thoughts about a couple of the looks of the Eliminated Queens, but we can talk about that if we want. Um, the first look was Bibi Zahara Benet and she came out in, uh, in shocking leopard. Yeah. With a big leopard baseball helmet on. Um, that was, that was a, that was strapped under her chin. Uh, I did not like this look. I thought it looked, it looked cheap to me. It looked very something you would get on the Atlantic city boardwalk. hmm. Um, like at a t-shirt place, mm-hmm. and uh, I was not—I was not a fan. I was not impressed with it at all. And the helmet didn't help the situation. If anything, which took the helmet off during the judges' panel with the eliminated queens, and the fact that the stitching kind of made ears, mm-hmm. I liked that better. I liked that better than the helmet. But this look got a boot for me. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> it was a horrible
0: outfit. It was a—I mean, Taylor. It's not even like. I guess maybe if it was like a middle of the ro- of the of the competition sort of challenge, but bitch, this is the finale of All Stars three, and that's what she wears. It was awful. It was yeah. awful. It looked like she was wearing like children's pajamas.
1: Yeah, it looked it looked cheap. It looked like it was like a jersey knit t shirt. Yeah, no, no, it was it was not
0: good. It was that was not cute. I didn't like it. Uh, bat big, 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 huge boot for me for that look.
1: All right. Uh, Next up, we had Kennedy Davenport, and she came out wearing a rainbow dress uh, that looked like it was kind of spiky with crazy red hair. Uh, I didn't hate this look. I I liked the rainbow dress from before, so I kind of liked that she sort of brought it up. She's you know, stepped her pussy up a little bit. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to give this look a toot, lowercase t, but a toot.
0: There was something about this look that I just didn't really like. I don't know why. I can't tell you. Everything was put together fine. The fit was great. Her silhouette was great. Um, I think Michelle was gonna give it a boot, and she could tell that everybody was not feeling that. So she like reverse. She like reverse track.
1: You know, she reverse well, course. I, it might be the fact she said that it's a lot. I think that may be I think that may be what you're having a problem with because it was there was a lot going on with this. I mean, right down to the crazy red hair to Mm -hmm. the, you know, the shoulder, the shoulder pads that kind of went up over the it it was there was a lot to this look. Mm -hmm. So that may be part of the that may be part of the issue to it. But would you give it a toot or a boot? Oh, boot. Okay. so next up, we had Shangela in a beautiful silver uh, sleeveless uh, strapless dress that was floor length that had pockets because Rue made a joke about hot pockets mm-hmm. and she had a blonde asymmetrical wavy wig on. Shangela mm-hmm. looked Chandra looked beautiful and this this was definitely my favorite look of the four for the night. So toots toots toots.
0: Uh, yes, it was it was probably my favorite look of the season. I told you. The- Shangela? <gasps> <Chandler?
2: gasps>
1: I told you it was. I don't know Anytime why. Anytime I say it was one of my favorite looks, you always do that. I don't know why you all gag it. She brings it to you all the time. <laughs> it's the gag of the season. Yeah. So um, so finally we had Trixie. Mm-hmm. And Trixie came out in a black. Uh, why you gotta be black? black and- a black and nude sheer dress mm-hmm. uh, that was very form-fitting. And she had very big blonde hair. I thought Trixie looked great. I thought that the look was something slightly different from what we normally get from her, and I I I was digging it. So I give this look a toot as well. Uh, yes, I liked Trixie's look. Um,
0: I give it a toot as well. I mean, I liked it. It was like an A minus for me.
1: Yeah, that's a good. That's that would be a good way to score an mm-hmm. A minus. <coughs> okay, <laughs> real quick. Um, Milk's outfit was ridiculous Mm -hmm. with the whole crocheted, naked abortion, ripped, guts ripped out with the stupid where we've taken, uh, red vines and pasted them all over our face. We get it. You're avant-garde. You're a club kid. Move on. Um, so I give that look a huge boot Mm -hmm. and I loved Ben's big hat. I love the big hat and the feathers and the gloves and the, the the capri pants. So, of all of them, that was probably one of my favorites. I don't, that That's a style that I really like mm-hmm. in old Hollywood glamour. I
0: don't know if you saw Ben's uh, viewing party from when she got eliminated, but she wore the outfit that she would have worn to the finale.
1: The peacock outfit. Yes.
0: And that was yeah. a really cool outfit, too. For those of you who didn't see it, first of all, I highly recommend you go look at it. But what it is is... First, she's facing the audience and she pulls the back of her dress up, and it shows all these huge plumes. And then when she turns around, there's like a, a neck and head of a peacock, you know, on her butt, and so it looks mm-hmm. like a real peacock. So, so all right, were those and, that, and is, are those the looks, Taylor? Those would be the looks. All right, back on the main stage, the Eliminated Queens were sitting on the side of the stage to watch the runway and observe the critiques. The judges gave their critiques, which all focused on the positives. Back in the workroom, the final four each took a turn to be questioned by the jury. First up, BB was asked about who she would have sent home and who she would have saved.
2: We want to know who you would have picked after we like lost the challenge if you had won the lip sync to come back and who you would have eliminated
1: out of your sisters.
0: That was a very hard elimination. I asked the girls, is it okay if I don't reveal who was going to come back and who was going to go and everybody agreed that I should not.
2: I'm not going to reveal who I was going to send home. We do this every week, girl. You know what I say? Girl, what the And so out of respect, I would rather not do that. So nobody knows who you pick? Nobody knows who, nobody has I wanna a, know. If we have any power, can you just tell us without feelings getting hurt? I'm curious. I just feel like my word is my word. I'm we wanna curious. know it's
0: what it is. My word is my word and if that would take out points or take out a reason for you not to put me in the 2 I'm very fine with that. Well, you better be fine with it. Next, Kennedy and (laughs) Changela made their cases to be chosen, but Trixie was asked very specific questions about who should stay and who should go.
2: Now, I have a way more devilish question. (laughs) Oh, God. (laughs) If there was a queen in the top four who you would chop off to make it a top three, who would it be? I'm kind of torn between Kennedy and BB for different reasons. I think many of us have shown so much growth in being off Drag Race for a year Five years, two years. Maybe it's off Drag race, like 10 years. And I don't think the growth is like 10 years of growth. And then like Kennedy's outfit today, for example, on season seven, Kennedy's finale runway was like a rainbow dress that was like light years nicer than the one she wore today. Sometimes I think she just doesn't have full perspective of even her own gifts.
0: After the interviews, the jury voted for who they thought should be the top two queens. Taylor the Latte Boy, give me your thoughts
1: on the the, the jury interviews. I was very worried for Trixie. Oh, you were? Because Trixie Trixie came in saying she was very confident. And I thought that the comments that she made, particularly the comments about Kennedy, came off as very cocky and came off as very, I've got this in the bag. Mm-hmm. So when especially when they showed that, you know, coming up next and they showed her saying that, I kind of groaned a little bit, like, oh, that's not good. Um, I I don't get BB. I I don't get the whole. You know, where she pretty much threw in the towel. I'm not going to tell you. And if that takes me out of the race, then so be it. Bitch, you got all the way to here and you're not willing to say it at this point. But plus, she also made the statement of, you know, and all the girls unanimously agreed with me to not do anything. That's not what's on the video. And the whole the fact that more they kept flashing back to Morgan kind of with this look on her face like that's not what happened. Like, does she forget that Morgan was in the room? I think she does this thing, and I think
0: I feel like Donald Trump does this. And how familiar are you with the movie Pee Wee's Big Adventure?
1: Pee Wee's Big Adventure, yes. The uh, not Big Top Pee Wee, Pee Wee's Big Adventure, yes. I'm familiar with. it. Okay,
0: and there's a scene when the the kid that want that that the fat kid who wants Pee Wee's bike, right? When he's trying to pretend like he was part of this whole bike thing. There, there's reporters around. This is at the very very end,
2: mm-hmm.
0: and. He says, Oh, watch me take pictures around the bike, you know, and he goes, Uh, I helped you with, I don't remember the lines are, everyone, but like, I helped you like right, Pee Wee, you know, like, yeah. and then he's all like, and then I was such and such such a, such a thing, right, Pee Wee in front of the reporters. Don't embarrass me in front of the reporters. And I feel Donald Trump does that a lot where he just tells these lies and it's just, it's, imp- it's implied in there that you will go along with this lie. I've just told this bold lie and you're going to go along with it. And so what he's essentially yeah. trying to do is make a silent confederate out of the person. I don't know why BB thinks she has a relationship with Morgan such that um Morgan would not be, or do you think BB really
1: believes it that way? I think BB really believes it that way. Cuz it didn't seem like she was saying to, you know, she was going to Morgan right or she was looking directly at Morgan, you know, it was just very th- th- i think that just like when they said earlier bb thinks everybody is her backup dancer. Yeah. I think she just sort of forgets who's in the room and what relations everybody has and and I think that's that's what that was about.
0: I don't think now what's funny is there are a lot of bb stands but I don't think that she came off very well in this season at all. I don't think it was no. a good idea for her. I think even though she wasn't as well known, they could have found another way because Getting to kind of see the real her is—it's not been cute, and I have a very, I have a negative
1: opinion of BB now. Yeah, I don't like her. Whereas before, you didn't really probably have an opinion at all.
0: Yeah, I thought she was cool, and you know, oh, she's the first winner, and I don't know that much about her, but yeah. And now I'm like, oh, I don't think she's a good person. I don't. Yeah. I don't like her. But yet, there's all these BB stands out there. There was one that that's a, that that listens to the show and like got into it with us. Oh, I think it's like roving reporter Aiden Deem. Um, I think he's a big BB Stan. So, right. yeah. what about uh, any of the other? What about
1: Shangela's or Kennedy's interviews? Anything from there? Do you remember? I thought Shangela and Kennedy's felt very authentic. Mm-hmm. They seemed very genuine, with the exception of the "I'm gonna, I'm gonna break my voice for a second. I'm gonna put my hands over my nose, and then." No tears, mm-hmm. no tears, no running mascara or anything. But that, you know, that that's for the drama. We're playing for the cameras at that point. But I think what they were both saying felt very genuine. It didn't feel canned, mm-hmm. you know. And also, I don't know if this was if they were fed the questions were fed to her or not. But props to Aja for asking some pretty difficult questions, some pretty challenging questions to the queens. Mm-hmm.
0: Well, Audrey, but I, Aja, but Aja always she was like that at the reunion for all, season nine.
1: Uh, I I don't remember. I mean, I'm not saying she wasn't. I don't remember that as much. But the fact that you know you have where really the the, the youngest of all of them, she's the one asking all of the questions and not doing it in a you know we're going to try to get shit on you kind of thing, but just in a you know asking these very direct questions in a way that I I was I was impressed with Aja the way she was she was interviewing the the final four hmm. on the main stage. Morgan McMichaels, the forewoman of the jury,
0: named the top two queens.
2: Madam Forewoman, has the jury chosen the final two all-stars to lip-sync for their legacy? Yes, Rue. Morgan, you may tell the queens who you and the jury have chosen to lip-sync for their... Legacy Well, we tallied up the votes And the top two all-stars are
1: Kennedy Davenport And Trixie Mattel
0: Finally, Kennedy and Trixie went head-to-head In a lip-sync battle for the crown The song Wrecking Ball By Mili Hini
2: In vain, we jumped, never asking why. We can
1: are you a fan of this song taylor i i love this song this is this is a great sitting in sitting in your car at a red light scream singing mm-hmm. or scream lip syncing like i usually do fist pumping scaring people in cars on either side of you this this is a great this is a great song for that yeah Came in like a wrecking
2: ball I never hit so hard in love All I wanted was to break your walls All you ever did was wreck me Yeah, you, you wrecked me I put you high
0: up All right, after the song was over, RuPaul delivered her decision. Ladies,
2: I have made my decision. The queen who has earned her spot in the Drag Race Hall of Fame, the champion of All-Stars Three is... Trixie Mattel. You're a winner, baby. My queen, is there anything you'd like to say? I know you guys are looking for somebody who can carry a legacy as an all-star. I feel like I've been carrying that legacy since I left the first time. So this means a lot. Thank you very much,
0: Taylor. We have a new, crew. we have a new queen here. All Stars Three, the queen, Trixie Mattel. Your thoughts on the episode? Your thoughts on her win? Your thoughts on the season? All final thoughts. We're wrapping up All Stars Three right now. Any thoughts here?
1: Um. Hmm. I thought between the two, Kennedy did a better lip sync. Oh, really? Yes. I felt I felt it more with Kennedy than I did with Trixie. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was worried that Kennedy was going to be all about death drops and stuff. Mm-hmm. But I thought that she did a very lyrical style of dancing. And I thought it went with the song better than the the whatever Trixie Trixie was doing mm-hmm. plus Trixie's outfit was also kind of distracting and I didn't quite get the whole pulling hair out mm-hmm. at the end of the you know I I get that we're very emotional and we're stressed out but there was something that could have that could have gone badly um I also have to say you know I'm I like the Trixie one because I thought that she was in the top 2 I am mm-hmm. already starting to see things about the fact that we've had three winners that are all white yeah, I know. I noticed that on... Uh, this was really... An, when you consider the fact that there were four... F- there was a final four, three of which were queens of color, and we picked a white... Qu- qu- well, we didn't... Rue picked, ultimately picked a white queen. Mm-hmm. I, th- I think that that is not going to help the brand. <sighs> It's a tricky, it, it you know, this is a good thing for us to
0: talk about. Okay. So, it this because this gets into the very nature, the very question of what is All-Stars, what is the All-Stars Queen, the Rock, the Drag Race Hall of Fame, who's it supposed to be? Because, and this is what's tricky, is because the very argument that they might give in return, or the, the way you would justify it, and it wouldn't be a bad justification, but then it disqualifies the entire competition. Because what you could say, and then they would be right, is Trixie Mattel is a superstar from this show, you know, and she even says it in her jury interview. She says, you know, I've done all this stuff. I had a a a a a chart a, a folk album that charted. I went around and did stand-up comedy, which wasn't very good, but I went around and did stand-up comedy. And I also have a television show that I developed, you know? And She's done so much with her drag race career. Mm-hmm. And that's why she earns <clears> that she deserves a spot in the Drag Race Hall of Fame. And I think, same thing with Shangela, you can make the same argument. They've done so much with their careers. And so it makes sense because that's sort of the reason why Alaska earned it, you know? But then, then it should just be Shangela v. Trixie v. Ben or something like that on the show, you know? And the, the problem you run that, so there's that problem is why Trixie, because she actually had on the show one of the worst records, you know? Right. And there's no way to get around that. That if it's, if, if, you, if your place in the Drag Race Hall of Fame, either it's predestined or it's not. If it's predestined, then yes, Trixie or Shangela should have been in that Drag Race Hall of Fame. If it's not predestination, then. Trixie did not do on well the competition. If it's a numbers game, she didn't do on well the competition. It should, and it, but it shouldn't have gone to Kennedy either. Kennedy didn't do well. It should have gone to Shangela. If you're really doing it by the numbers, it should have been Shangela or BB. But here's the other complicated you, thing you get to. I was going to get to this is we had three black girls in the final four and one white girl. The problem that that's a great thing, by the way. Okay, that's fantastic. Mm-hmm. And and. For the most part, they all deserve to be there. I'd probably swap out one or two in that final four, but even Aja is actually part black. Okay, right. I'd probably, I might have put Aja in there, and then you have Ben. But I think Aja is just as black as Shangela. You know, Shangela is not full black either. Um, right. And then you have uh, Ben. You know, it'd probably be half black, half white. You know, and because the problem that you run into is, then it shows what I've been talking about the whole time is that there was a race problem, you know? And it's something that hasn't been unspoken. Actually, Garrett Schlichty and I, the Slate Magazine writer, we got into it on that Patreon episode, which is there's been an unspoken coded language uh, sort of dog whistle on this show that there's a race problem here. And what happened is because the black girls were actually up for the crown, okay, Mm-hmm. That left only one black girl on the jury. And it was a white jury, you know? And if you think about it, think about Oh, God, I hadn't even thought of that. Think about it. What did they just do? the The white jury put the weakest person up against the white person. Mm. Does that make sense? So that yeah. so, so in order to hedge their bets to make sure that Trixie won, they put the weakest person up. Because who would Trixie more likely beat of the three, Shangela, BB, or Kennedy? She has a better shot at beating Kennedy than the other three girls.
1: I think that also depends on the song, too. I mean, you get a you get a dance song in there that involves a lot of death drops and craziness and Trixie can't keep up with that whereas Kennedy is all over the place.
0: But that's why I disagreed with you. It seemed very, cause the song is so emotional. It seemed very like Kenya Michaels, uh, Latrice Royale, uh, feel like a natural woman where like one person's feeling the oats of the song and the other person's running around
1: doing like kicks and stuff like that. No, I see. It, it could have turned into that, but I felt like she kept that contained a little bit. It wasn't like the Kenya Michaels running around. <laughs> um, it definitely had a it, it it had the possibility of going into that. Mm-hmm. I think if she actually fell into an actual death drop at some mm-hmm. point it it could have gone poorly but yeah
0: i I, I do I do feel Kennedy gave it her all, but i I think it has to do there was rigamores on the jury and it may have been like I said it's all dog whistle nobody I don't think anyone said this, you know, I don't think anyone mm-hmm. says, oh this is uh who this is why we're doing it. It's just they all just quietly do it. And the, and the, I'm sure the logic is we'll put it for Kennedy because Kennedy did make a case, you know, like all of these girls like B.B. already won. That was actually a very interesting case Kennedy made. They were very impressed by it, clearly. But mm-hmm. B.B. already won. Shangela and Trixie already have big careers. I have nothing. I need this more than the other girls. and sh- And Kennedy's right. And so I could see how that's the justification for choosing her. But it is sort of shady to me that they put Trixie against the weakest of the black girls, which to me, but does not bode well for the. I mean, it it b- bodes very well actually for the argument that they were afraid of black excellence. Yeah. Because if you really wanted to see a fucking challenge,
1: you're putting Trixie up against Angela. Yeah. So, I I it's I I just, you know i i I'm I'm. I'm, I'm totally okay with Trixie winning I would have probably now I now I would have preferred Shangela one mm-hmm. but I also know that this is something where you know it's a brand and it's a brand with a lot of very passionate viewers as I learned in the first half an hour you know including some of the former contestants Roxy Andrews was writing all sorts of shit <laughs> you know so i i it it just kind of like when they did the big 3 pictures at the end i'm like wow that's a lot of white kids up there but it's it is what it is at this point you can't go back and change it now i've enjoyed all stars 3 i think i enjoyed all stars 2 more. oh all stars of course all stars 2
0: and like season 6 are two of the best seasons that have yeah. ever been produced by this show and if you what's funny is go back and watch all stars 2 again and you'll see, you're like, oh shit, these kids are stars. The All Stars two girls, that's A list. Those are A list mm-hmm. drag queens across the board. You know, maybe Coco Montrese goes ventures into the more B list, but she's. I mean, she goes in between. You know, yeah. so um, yeah, 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 yeah. Any other thoughts? What, what about you? and then any other? Did we miss anything on this episode? Any thoughts you had on this episode? I can't think of anything. I feel like we
1: really covered a lot more than we expected and to. And what
0: about this season? Any thoughts on the season as a whole?
1: <clears throat> I, it was enjoyable. Mm-hmm. It, was, it was It It was. was definitely – it wasn't something that I dreaded watching.
0: Yeah. No, it was always like enjoyable. I did,
1: like, like I did – I mean, you know, it's funny we talked about it. But kind of like season seven was one that I'm like, oh, I guess I got to watch I'm gonna it. I'm going to tell you. Watch it again. All right.
0: Watch it again. You will be
1: surprised. Look – well, uh, you know, I can because the season's over. We're done taping for the year. Mm-hmm. This nope. is awesome. Oh, you are. We've got we've got till next. Oh, year. it's so funny every, that you're say-
0: No, we're both done. It, it's it's all done. Right. It's so funny. It's so funny that you say that, Taylor. You know, we end every season with a song, and so um, to get ready for uh, you know what you were talking about. You know yes, what's Jeff. coming. I now by know the way, like coming. I told you, I wrote this at the last minute, so the, <laughs> the lyrics kind of make no sense. <laughs> okay, good. Hi. Hi. We're, We're your kitty girls. <laughs> and have we got news, yeah, news for you? For you. <laughs> Get ready. <laughs> All <laughs> you lonely, lonely thirsty hair <laughs> whores. <laughs> rising. Kardashian's getting low. According to all sources
1: We are the best damn show Cause next week for the millionth time Just about Julie Chen For the worst time in her story We're gonna watch season 10 It's season season 10 10.
0: Hallelujah It's season 10 10. No fan I'm gonna cop a lot. I just, just don't care. We're gonna jack off to Bless <laughs> and Claire. It's, it's season 10. ten. Hallelujah! It's, it's season, season ten. 10.
2: Every, Every specimen,
0: young, twink, young and twink, young and twink and young and twink. God bless Mama Ruth. Well, I didn't get to finish writing the song. <laughs> that's all we have
1: that's enough (laughs) that's really enough (laughs) Jesus (laughs) Jesus gross
0: (laughs) you're right right. that does deserve us oh Jesus gross (laughs) well Includes this season of RuPaul's Drag Race All Stars season three. Very special thanks to Evan Ayers, who has helped me produce shows over at Patreon on the Patreon side of the show. Make sure to join us next season as we cover RuPaul's Drag Race season ten. So for Tyler Velate Boy and myself,
1: Sachet away until season ten.
0: to share your thoughts about drag race email us at drag race recap at gmail.com if you want to help the show leave us a review on itunes the more positive reviews we get the higher we move up in the rankings and that helps the show find a bigger audience if you want to help the show even more support us on patreon at patreon.com slash drag race recap for as little as one dollar a month you gain access to exclusive bonus content not available on the main podcast feed. For up-to-the-minute news about the show, follow us on Facebook at facebook.com slash dragracerecap and follow us on Twitter at dragracerecap. To find all of our old episodes, visit us at our website at dragracerecap.com. Taylor has his own podcast. It's called Pod Is My Copilot, and you can find it at podismycopilot.com or wherever you get your podcasts. You can follow Taylor on Instagram and Twitter at P-I-M-C Taylor. Want to hear me talk about Drag Race even more? Well, then listen to me on One on One with Larry Flick every Friday at 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific, exclusively on Entertainment Weekly Radio, channel 105 on Sirius XM Radio. You can also find me on my other podcast, Catching Up with Mike and Joe, available at CatchingUpPodcast.com and wherever you get your podcasts. Finally, follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Joe Batance that's joe
2: B-E-T-A-N-C-E.